Welcome to the Dare to Dream J2 podcast, where we bring the intel to you. For those of you that do not know, J2 serves as the intelligence community manager for support to our military operations. Each episode, we will strive to bring you more information to support you and your family. My name is Karen Dalton. I'm the founder and executive vice president of Dare to Dream Ranch, a nonprofit that offers alternative therapy programs for our service members, veterans, and their families. So with me today is co-host John Gallucci, who served for in Intel for the United States Navy. Hi, John. Hi, Karen. Thank you very much for the uh, introduction and uh, for allowing me to be part of this uh, podcast. I'm really excited to be part of not just the uh, community at Dare to Dream, but also the uh, getting information out to our veterans, to military members, to their families, uh, anyone who needs it, and hopefully um, making transitions a little bit easier for those who are hanging up their uniforms, starting out on civilian life, can be an interesting transition, especially uh, if that's been your life for a long time. With me today is Lynn Patton of the Matthew Patton Foundation. Welcome, Lynn. Hi. Glad to be here. Thank you for being here uh, as well and sharing your wealth of information with us and our listeners. I founded Dare to Dream Ranch back on 9-11 of 2014. The IRS called me on February 19th, 2015, just minutes after my first granddaughter, the love of my life, was born to tell me my 501c3 was approved. We held our first fundraiser in April of 2015. And I started driving to Providence, Rhode Island, and picking up homeless veterans from the YWCA Gateway Housing for Homeless Veterans and driving them back up to Foster to work with someone else's horses and someone else's farm. In April of 2016, we moved into our first, our own facility on 11-acre farm. It started with programs that helped me like equine therapy, gardening, time in nature, surrounding myself with positive like-minded people, and has expanded to add woodworking, fly fishing, beekeeping, agrotherapy, teaching you how to raise the animals, and more. With our clients, we strive to help them find their mission and purpose after service. Today, we are adding the podcast with my co-host, John Gallucci. John, would you tell, like to tell the listeners how you found Data Dream, what it has done for you, and what we hope to attain with this podcast? Absolutely. I consider myself very fortunate to have found Dare to Dream Ranch at almost accidentally. I was going through sort of a, um, a, a really difficult period. I had uh, been in pain for about, well, it's been about 20 years now, and um, it had really taken a toll. I've had a uh, number of surgeries on my spine, and um, it was finally a... Uh, car accident that ended up taking me out of, uh, out of my career. Um, I was a, a math instructor at uh, college in Georgia and um, had to give it up. And I found myself increasingly unable to manage the pain, just uh, suffering from it, isolating myself, unable to do the things I loved. My family started traveling without me. I kind of felt like my life was over. And it was about this time I was working with the VA as well. They had a care team um, and 
you know, there's uh, multiple approaches to dealing with um, with not just the pain, but also the um, you know the, the toll it takes mentally and, and psychologically. Um, and I'd worked with cognitive behaviorists, um, some traditional therapists, um, and, and just uh, really felt like something was missing. And I really was was desperate to get back to nature, to, to find some way to ground myself and get back to things I used to enjoy. Uh, one of those was horseback riding. I used to ride quite a bit. Started, got into it as an adult. It was something I'd always been interested in, but never could afford. And at one point I realized, hey, I could really try this. And I loved it. But unfortunately, like many other things I did, it uh, kind of required that I'd be weight bearing, that I'd be uh, able to, to tolerate a little bit of bouncing and uh, jarring motions if uh, if all wasn't quite smooth. <laughs> and um, and then that can certainly happen. And I, I was really in a, a difficult place, really, really feeling down. And I just one day happened to log on to my computer and start looking for equine therapy places. And I was blown away to find that there was one 15 minutes down the street from me. And it was Dare to Dream uh, in Foster, Rhode Island. And I contacted the owner, um, I, Karen, right? I reached out and not only was she responsive, she had me out the very next day. Um, to tour the facilities, and it, I was blown away. It was um, exactly what I was looking for. Saw the farm, I saw the ranch, the horses, the uh, not only horses, but goats, the plants. I was surrounded by, oh my goodness, let's see, chickens, um, rabbits, all forms of, uh, of, of life. Immediately on, on seeing this, it was, it was as though I'd found something that I'd been really looking for. I, I, I knew right away it was, it was a special place. It was something that, uh, that just felt so comforting to be in, an, in that environment. John, tell us what you did when you were served in the Navy. I actually started out in aviation, initially medically grounded after... Um, after almost a year of flying, um, from what what turned out to be a back injury, I thought it was my kidney at the time. And after a wild goose chase medically, I wound up um, being redesignated to intelligence. And I found my way back to aviation as the intelligence officer for Squadron. Um, the squadron was uh, with the S3 Viking, which is a an aircraft that's no longer in service, but it's a four-seat aircraft and one that I was uh, allowed to fly in as it, it wasn't one that pulls a lot of uh, G-forces or anything like that. And so I was um, conditionally approved to, uh, to fly along with my squadron. And I did that from about 2001 to about 2003, um, deployed to Operation Iraqi Freedom, very start of it, um, early 2003 on the Theodore Roosevelt aircraft carrier. And 
was extremely fortunate um, come back from that and finish my career out at the J2 uh, for NORAD and U.S. Northern Command, which um, is a dual-hatted position. The commander of both of the commander of each of the commands is the commander of both of the commands. Um, NORAD, you many people have heard of. It's the uh, North American Aerospace Defense Command. It's binational with Canada. That's where we keep track of Santa, isn't it? And it is. We keep track um, of Santa through NORAD. I that was is right. Uh, <laughs> it was something I've always done with my daughter. Um, she uh, she's a little old for that, old for that now, but uh, we certainly did. Speaking um, of your daughter, uh, your daughter, since you found us, has become part of our family as well, and participated in some of our programs there at the ranch, right? Yes, and this is one of the things that really has blown me away about Dare to Dream. First of all, the thing that blew me away is that it was free. I was worried about affording it, and it's completely free. To you. Um, it's free to you. But we want to make sure everybody understands that. It's at no cost to our clients, but our animals and our facility are very expensive. So we fundraise to pay for everything so that we can offer all of these programs, individual programs, at no cost to our clients and their families. That's something that really um, sets Dare to Dream apart, I believe, is that... Um, it's really important to realize that it's not just the veteran, not just the service member, but it's a family affair. When a person is in uniform, when a person is serving their country, it's not just them. Um, it's the family who is affected by it, and not just while they're in uniform, but really for the rest of their lives. There's, um, you know, people come back, leave the service injured, um, not just with visible injuries, but in, you know the invisible as well. Um, that's that's something that uh, is is very well known. Yeah. With that, I'd really like to introduce Lynn Patton again um, from the Matthew Patton Foundation. Lynn, if you could please um, tell us a little bit about you, about Matthew, about Matthew Patton Foundation, and you know what what you're hoping to achieve with all your efforts. Sure. Um, I'm Liz Hatton. I'm the mother of Sergeant Matthew Hatton, who died by suicide while still active duty May 13, 2013. Um, as you can imagine, it was devastating. Um, but right, almost within like four or five months, if I look back at my notes, I already thought I need to do something about this. Uh, I am a nurse and a, and a mother, so those are both helping roles. And immediately when I see a problem, I like to try to fix it. Um, so I asked my husband, John, if he would do this with me because I knew I couldn't do it alone, and he said yes. So um, we first got the website up after I talked to 400 soldiers at Fort Hood about suicide prevention and what happened to Matthew and got a positive response to that. I heard the next day a lot of um, men and women went to um, mental health to talk to someone, so that was very rewarding. So that's when I said I need to get this information out. And we put up the website first because I said this needs to be up right away. And then we worked on getting our 501c3, which was funny. It was uh, given to us on 9-11, um, I think 2015 or 16, one of the two. Um, so that was rewarding, too, because that's why Matthew joined the Army, because he was 12 watching uh, this on TV, 9-11 on TV. And he made a pact with his friends 
who joined the services after they um, graduated, and they all did. So that was amazing. But anyway, he was a great kid, um, very, um, you know, giving, uh, smiling, fun, until age 14 when something kicked in and he just turned, um, I don't know, he just was using substances and was depressed, and he had three suicide attempts. Uh, we had to commit him for 20 days, and um, which was devastating. And then when I heard he was going to the Army, I just, I just thought, oh, they'll never take him because of his mental health history. But they did a few workarounds, and they took him, and uh, I, I knew that he wasn't going to make it. I just knew deep inside that he was not going to make it, and then we got that news on in, in 2013. And I formed this because I don't want this happening to another mother's Matthew. Um, and we have saved 35 lives to date. Um, and what our program does is we use the information that uh, veterans have or active service, uh, active duty um, and reserves and National Guard um, have um, with the mental health uh, um, care that they get and uh, take what they say and work on that. Because um, our, our whole goal is to reduce suicide. Um, and ways you can do that is preventing sort of multifactorial causes uh, to take effect before they get to that point. So we do things like um, try to find homeless vets homes, uh, get them into m mental health care. I've watched people by phone into their visits with their psychiatrists because they were a little nervous, things like that. And I discovered um, Dare to Dream Ranch through just looking at various um, nonprofits in the area because, you know, no one um, organization can solve this problem. We have to work together to do that. So I really like working with other organizations. And as soon as I found Karen um, and what she does with her ranch, I said, this is perfect because it takes care of a lot of those risk factors that um, veterans have uh, that need to be, you know, fixed. Um, in the best way possible, which is participation in, in this case with the earth and earth programs and animals. And you go to that ranch and it's peaceful the minute you get there, um, all your worries kind of just drip away. And so I said, I, I'm going to work with her. And we've, we've done a few things together. And um, my goal is to help her in the future with the ranch and, and make it as um, big as possible so more veterans can get help. That's amazing, Lynn. We are so excited to have you as one of our big sponsors and looking forward to being able to work together and grow together in the future. Um, the Matthew Patton Foundation sponsored six individuals to stay for five-day retreats at the ranch this, this past summer. They also sponsored a full peer-to-peer -peer retreat and a military kids camp, which we had five days from nine to three that next year uh, they have agreed to sponsor it all over again for next year. And we're looking to have some new individuals be able to participate in our programs. Lynn, thank you so much for your support and everything that you do. Well, you're welcome. And anything we can do, you just contact us. Oh, that's wonderful. That's what we need, right? Because my as my hashtag is, together we can make a difference. Yep. With that, we are going to wrap up today's episode of Dare to Dream J2 podcast, where we bring the intel for you. Got a feeling so lost now. Made it home, but I don't feel proud. This nightmare's overtaking me. Should I dare to dream?